Murfreesboro. This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ears Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, the Tuesday edition. We're going to talk some hoops today, and we're going to do so with Lady Raider basketball coach Rick Ensel. Coach, how are you? And as always, thanks for joining us. Doing great, Monty. Glad to be here. All right. Well, how's practice going? We'll just start with that. Well, it's going good. Uh, you know, it's as good as you can expect it right now with the, all the things that you have to go through with COVID and all that, you know, so. Right now, we're pretty excited. We've got two young ladies that are out, but neither one of them are out for COVID. One's out for Mono, and the other's out for uh, concussion protocol. So besides that, everybody's healthy and, and practicing. We've had some great practice. You know, when you talk about this COVID stuff, what do y'all do, I guess, you you have like a daily checklist you go by that you have to do? Oh, yeah. The, it, it's an ever-morning process, and then uh, – Basically, you turn it over to your trainer, and then they have all kinds of protocols that they have to go through and uh, and take it from there. Uh, we're not to the day-to-day stuff where we're, prepped, where we're playing yet. Now, when we go to playing, then at that point, I think they'll have to check them like three times before the game, three days before one day of and all that. So, you know, but you, you got to turn that over to uh, Drew Shea and his trainers, and they take care of everything. Yeah, certainly it is. Um, uh, I don't know. Headache is just the way it is right now, and uh, I guess it's probably going to be that way throughout the year, isn't it? Well, that's that's uh, that's part of life right now, and that's where it's going to be unless they get a, a vaccine, and then I guess that'll change the change the what everybody does. Uh, but you know, who knows what's what's coming down the line? But right now, you know, uh, our administration is working very hard to make sure that we. We get done what we need to get done. They're, they're trying to make sure they appease the players. They're, not, they're trying to make sure they appease um, the health officials, and they're trying to make sure they appease for the uh, the fan base. So, uh, you know, they're under a lot of pressure, document fee and Chris, and uh, they're doing a great job for us. And, you know, whatever the guidelines they set down, then we need to follow. Well, I know a lot of it's luck. I mean, let's face it, you know, uh, but it's obvious that MTSU as a whole um, has, has got as good a grip on it as they can. They've been doing every precaution that they can. You know, that's evidenced by 
the fact I think the football teams probably played more games than anybody in the country. Well, they have, and it's because, you know, it's, we're really, everybody is sold out as a team player on what's, what the guidelines they've sent down line to us. And uh, uh, the communications between our across campus, which is Dr. McPhee, uh, the deans, the BPs, and then uh, our health, our health people across campus, and then bringing that all into what's going on in the athletic department and the communication that's been going on there between the coaches and Chris and the assistant ads. It's it's been it's been um, it, it it's really been mind blowing to, to to see all this stand back like I've been able to and see what's going on and see uh, what all they're putting into it. I mean, right now I'm in the Murphy Center and there's six eight, nine, ten people that's at center court and they're they're talking about um, what's going on as far as the benches, what's going where, where they need to put the crowd. So you gotta go every other row and then you gotta leave all the two seats next to the aisles open. And then um, if you got a man and wife that sit down together, you got two seats on one side of them, two seats on the other side that no one can sit in. So our ticket office they're under a lot of pressure. Well, and, you know, we're not that far away. I think, what, a month from yesterday, right around that time period, you'll be opening the season against Louisville. Uh, as far as your practicing uh, thus far, you know, what have been your main goals that you wanted to accomplish with this team? Well, right now we're just trying to see. We had several young ladies back from last year, and so right now what we're just trying to see is where they fit in and uh, – We've got some new people, you know, uh, Rashika and Deja, which is the fifth-year guard out of Ole Miss from Chicago. And then Rashika, the post player, she's going to be eligible this year. And you got Rella coming back. Rella's come back with a great attitude where she fits in the four, the three of the two, or the, the four, the three of the five. And then uh, uh, and you're looking at, uh, you know, like, Amanda uh, Whittington, and you're looking at Taylor Lewis, uh both didn't play a whole lot last year. They both have got stronger and and have grown up some and how they fit into this process. And then you go back to your oldie goldies, which you got Anastasia, you got Ace, you got Courtney. Uh, you know that uh, you got Alexis Whittington that played a lot of minutes last year. So we're coming back with a pretty good nucleus there of people that know what's going on, and then you're coming back with a group that want to get in there, then you're coming back with another group that's new that you got to you got to go over everything with. You know, we've got three new posts, one from Canada, one from Russia, and one from Spain, and uh, that helps with our depth there, which we were very limited on last year. So, you know, it, it's a it's a full-day process. You come in early in the morning, and you start look, putting practice together, and you start working all these pieces together. So we... We were very fortunate that the NCAA extended our time uh, that we could work with our players early in August and September. They extended that time period a little bit, and so we got a little bit ahead, and then all of a sudden we had one young lady that tested positive, and that quarantined the rest of the team for two weeks, 14 days. So we then we got a little bit behind. So now we're back practicing, and so uh, we've been practicing now for about a week six or seven days, and I feel like we're back on track. But, Monty, all that can be hit in the head if someone walks in and tests positive. So that's what we're, we're battling every day. And, uh, 
you know, we we might work all the way up to the first game, and then next thing you know, somebody got the teams put on quarantine. Yeah, that's the it's thing. A very, it's a very tedious process. Yeah, it really is. Um, and, you know, that's the kind of thing I worry about. You know, I was talking with somebody the other day, you know, um, you know, you have a football – if you have a football issue, we've seen teams, you know, miss a game, but we're able to come back the next week. Um, in basketball, you can play three games a week. So, uh, it really is a tedious process, and you knock on wood and and hoping for the best, basically. Well, that's uh, – again, you depend on your leadership. And uh, uh, thank goodness we've got – you know, like you said, it kind of points to our leadership, what we've been able to do with our football program. Now, we're not where we're at, wins and losses, but we are playing football right now. And so um, – we, let's let's hope that we can go into our basketball season and do the same thing. All right, you you mentioned uh, player uh, Alexis Whittington last year. You you were talking about your depth didn't have as much depth as you're going to have this year. She was kind of a jack of all trades, wasn't she? If I'm telling you, just uh, you could do just about anything you wanted to with her. She could play the one all the way through the five and did. She didn't play the one any, but she played the two, three, four, and the five. Uh, ended up being big for us down the stretch against Western. She ended up being big early against Tulane. We had to play her out of position. That's when I we had the Tulane game, which was very early in the year. We had to play her totally out of position. Then we go down to Naples, and we had to play her at the four some. And she's just so smart and so basketball savvy and just takes everything in like a sponge in practice that when you call on her, she's ready. And uh, she wants to be a coach, and I'm telling you right now, with those, with those attributes there, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that when she finishes up playing, that she's going to make somebody a great, great coach because she she's got passion for what she does. Uh, right now, as a junior, she's out there teaching as much as I am on the perimeter. She's out there with our younger kids and 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 going over different aspects of of, of a game and. I'm just really, really pleased about what she's doing and where she's at. Another player you alluded to, Rella Booth. Obviously, she worked her way back from injury and, and, and whatnot last year and really, you know, kind of became a factor later in the year. Didn't log a, min- a lot of minutes, but you'd look at her minutes and you were like, wow, boy, they got a lot of production out of her in those seven, eight minutes. Very talented young lady. We just got to keep her on the floor, keep her healthy. You know, she has a. Sometimes she she uh, she's one of those one of those type of athletes that every time you turn around, something goes wrong, and it's not really their fault. It's just one being being at the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, someone rolls up on your knee, or somebody you know comes down on your head on a when you're uh, just boxing out for a free throw, and uh, just a just a little freakish stuff, you know, that takes place. And Rella's one of those kids, that kind of stuff kind of gravitates to them. And uh, she's one out, one of us out right now, probably had her best five or six days of her entire career back a week ago. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, she's got to sit out for three or four practices. So that, and, and she doesn't want to sit out, but she's got to. I mean, it comes down to the trainer making those decisions and the doctors and the Bottom line is uh, uh, that takes away from from uh, her conditioning. That takes away from her chemistry with her teammates. So 
But up until that point, uh, those five or six days was as good a days that I've ever seen her practice since she's been with me. And I followed her through high school and also at junior college. And I never saw her work that hard. So she's going to get to come back today. If she comes back today with the same attitude, same work ethic, and uh, builds on that for the next month, I mean, it, it could be a special. It could be special. So uh, we're excited about where she's at right now. Rick Ensel, the head women's basketball coach at MTSU, joining us today, talking a little Lady Raider hoops. This portion of the show has been brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Marvelous, because I, a thespian, have been on a quest for the perfect insurance. Sweet balcony. I've requested no less than 13 balconies. That's a lot. All the world's a stage. Well, with Liberty Mutual, thou customize and thou saveth. That's the spirit. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. You like your burger medium well, your peanut butter crunchy, and your mattress firm. It's the little things that make you, you. And you deserve a Medicare plan that fits your unique needs. That's why United Healthcare is offering more plan options than ever, so you can find just the right plan for you. Call 1-800-362-8715. That's 1-800-362-8715 to get Medicare with more. Remember, Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall. Shop where the dealer shop. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Here's a look ahead at what's coming up on WGNS Sportswise this week. First of all, on Thursday night, it's Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. John Dinkins will join me as well as Clark Blair and Rod Edwards as we talk local sports. That's again Thursday night at 6 o'clock, right after all sports talk. Friday night, State Farm Prep Football as we head to Warren County. The Oakland Patriots play the Warren County Pioneers for a Region 3-6A championship. We'll have coverage beginning at 6 with Murphy's Matchups at 6.30. The primetime sports countdown to kickoff sponsored by the law offices of John Day. Kickoff from McMinnville at 7. 
7 o'clock. Saturday morning, we talk to the local high school football coaches on the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. MTCS Cougar Corner follows at 10.15. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Rick Ensel, the head women's basketball coach at MTSU, joins us today. All right, Coach, um, as we look at what you've tried to – we've talked about what you've tried to accomplish uh, thus far uh, with your season opener about a month away against Louisville. Um, what do you think your team's strengths are right now? Um, uh, and if there's areas that you need to work on, what would those be as well? Well, I think right now our guards – our guards are just unbelievable. Uh, everybody knows about Aislinn and Anastasia, Ace Player of the Year, Freshman Player of the Year, Anastasia, Newcomer of the Year last year. Um, I, I think Anastasia ended up averaging around 18 a game, but there were games that she just t- totally took complete control of. Uh, just talent on a different level, uh, speed, quickness, just unbelievable. Ace. I think a lot of people were surprised. I was not surprised. I knew from the get-go that, she, that Ace was going to be a star. And um, came in last year and ended up being unanimous player of the year. Uh, as far as freshmen were concerned, I think she ended up averaging 14, 15 points a game, six, seven assists a game. Did some things that was national player of the year, freshman of the year three different times. So, you know, you look at look at our team and our guards have got to be what we lean on. Um Deja Cage coming out of Chicago was uh, last year played for Ole Miss, was their leading scorer, and averaged somewhere like 23, 24 points a game against SEC competition. And so that tells you that she can play, and she's come in, she's been she's been unbelievable. And you got, again, you look at Alexis, you look at Amanda, and you look at Taylor Sutton. All three of them, or uh, four of those, Alexis having all kinds of experience, and then the other three, They've grown up, and they're 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 really looking good. So uh, I, I would say right now our guards would be our strength. Um, rebounding, we got to work on our rebounding. Uh, we got to be able to play good defense. We got some we got some players that can really go to the boards, but you you know rebounding comes down to you got to want to go rebound, and uh, you don't have to be real big, you don't have to be real quick, you don't have to have a lot of vertical. You just got to want to go get it. And that's what we got to work on right now is going and getting that rebound and, and securing the basketball. And that that more than anything, and our defensive end has got to pick up. If we do that, uh, we could be in for a special, special year. But here's the thing about it, Monty. Uh, not very many people, I dare say, there's not another team in the country that will open up with a Louisville, which is going to be ranked in the top five in the country, and then Vanderbilt, and then Tulane, and then Belmont, and then TCU, and then Troy, um, which is picked to win the Sun Belt Conference. And then right now, it looks like there's a chance we could. We hadn't signed them yet, but it looks like we might could have a have a chance of playing Missouri right before we leave for Christmas. So you're looking at a month of basketball, really three weeks of basketball through that time span there, that you're playing some of the best programs uh, in the country. So you can't. You haven't. You've got no. There's no room for error there. 
you're going to have to start wide open and be ready to play the game and hope that you keep everybody healthy. And if we do that, it could be a special year. Uh, Coach, you you were talking about the Hayes girls, um, and you know their talent. We you know particularly by it's from the borough. Uh, have seen that since they were little kids. Um, there's one thing about them too. Uh, they're never neither one of them are afraid of the moment. Uh, they want that ball in their hand when the, when the game's on the line too, don't they? Well, the one thing that I like about them more than anything, I mean, they they're you're right. They're not afraid of the moment, but. They hate to lose as bad as the coaches hate to lose. You know, some players you get, you lose a game or two, and they get comfortable with that. Okay, it's another game. It ain't that way with the Anastasia Nace. Uh, you know, they want to win as much as you want to win. And they're as upset as you whenever, whenever you lose a game or maybe you didn't handle the ball right or you had a turnover the wrong, the wrong, uh, at the wrong time in the game. Uh, they they they. They're very much involved in what's going on. And uh, I think that you don't get many players like that, you know. And we're very fortunate that uh, the two of them we've got on our team, that they do such a great job of, of playing their role and doing their thing. I mean, you just give Annie the ball and get out of her way. I've got some stories that I'll get with you later on with Annie just last year where she just basically said, hey, you know, we're not going to lose. And we didn't. Uh, Western Kentucky game one of them. The Charlotte game one of them. Down the stretch, it was unbelievable. But what we had to do in order to get that at large bid, and we were able to do it. And if I had to point to one person, it would be Anastasia Hayes. She just refused to accept the fact that we might not be able to get that uh, third or fourth bid. You know, we were we were we could get anywhere from the second to the fourth bid. And but this is what we had to do, and basically we went and did it. Now she had to have help. The coaches did a good job preparing them, but just just effort getting on the floor, it was maximum. Coach, when you um, look at your conference this year, um, <coughs> is it you know as far as the ones you you know look and think will be in the upper echelon? Is it similar to what it was last year? I mean, I know you've had Rice and Western and ODU and. Charlotte, and I know there's always a surprise. UTEP can throw a really good team out there every now and then. Uh, how, how do you see it? Well, I think all those that you just mentioned, I think you also got to look at FAU and La Tech. I think Southern Miss, I, you never know from year to year what you're going to get out of Southern Miss, but they're always, they always compete. Um, you know, it's just a great conference. Really, you don't have – if you look back at the last two or three years, we, I think FIU and – Maybe Marshall at one time struggled to get into the into the tournament because we take uh, we don't take fourteen teams we take twelve and we were going to take eight this year. Well, uh, you you look up and and you're playing an FIU with five minutes to go. You're down four. So when you go to play there, you, that's not a gimme. You got to play and. Uh, they're, they've had coaching changes since uh, Sandy left, and uh, they're getting it back together. But uh, there's not anybody in our conference that you just say, well, we're going to win this game. That's a sure win or whatever. That's not going to happen. Coach, before we let you go, I know it doesn't surprise you anything that Alicia Clark does, but the former Lady Raider, uh, what another outstanding year uh, she had um, with Seattle. 
Well, she's just amazing within herself. Uh, she she's right. She's still writing her own book. Uh, who knows what chapter she's in right now? But the things she's been able to accomplish, uh, her play. I think more than anything, her work work ethic and her attitude about life in general uh, is what's made Alicia Clark what she is. You know, a lot of people like to take credit. Uh, all I did was kind of steer her career. I didn't. I didn't tell her to go to work. I mean, she went to work, and uh, I didn't tell her to have a good attitude. She had a great attitude, uh, and she kind of like we just talked about. She had that attitude where she wasn't going to be defeated. And I think that's what she's done with her whole life, and uh, from her high school career all the way through her collegiate career, now on into the professional career. Uh, you know, the young lady was cut twice by San Antonio, and then the same guy that cut her twice now is her coach. Seattle. I wonder what he thinks every time he sees her playing out there on the floor. You know, but he didn't know it. But he just helped make her career because uh, she knew she belonged, and she proved that. Well, you know, and I guess the thing that strikes me about her too is she was such a scorer here. You know, throughout her career, uh, she made herself a different player. Now she can still go out and score, but she made herself a great defender or a better defender. And um, she's a mainstay with that uh, with that franchise right now. You better not put a guard on her because if you do, she's going to take her inside, and then it's over with. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that right now. Uh, not many posts in that league can guard her at the post, but I can promise you a guard can. But uh, you know, I think she's as valuable to them as a Sue Bird and a, and a, a Stewart. Uh, I think she's that valuable to that team. I think if you look at those two kids there, Bird and Stewart, then you'd have to look at Alicia being in there because she's kind of the glue that holds that whole thing together. She doesn't care who gets the publicity. She doesn't care who they interview or who gets the limelight. She knows how important she is, and uh, the coaching staff and that community up there knows how important she is, and she plays that role to the team. All righty, Coach. Well, we're excited about the season um, being right around the corner, and I know we'll get you on before you open the year against Louisville, and good luck with your practices, and stay healthy. Hey, Monty, thank you, and we appreciate you, and whatever we can do, let me know, okay? We'll do it, Coach. All right, thank you. That's Rick Ensel joining us today on All Sports Talk, and as you can tell, he's pretty excited about his team, and I don't blame him. He's got a lot more different weapons this year. They're going to have more of a post presence, and – uh, their guards are um, they're as good as anybody in the conference and as good as a lot of teams in the country, quite frankly. Uh, you know, if they can get that good post play, uh, just solid post play, and as he said, hit the boards. Hit the boards and make the free throws. That's what he always says in the last five minutes of a game. You win a lot of games, and uh, I think they're going to win a lot of games. Uh, he, as he alluded to, that's a it's a daunting task early, you know, with the season starting just a little bit later than normal. There's no um, there's no cupcake to open up with, you know, to kind of give you that feel good approach to your team where you blow somebody out, you know, hundred to sixty um, right off the bat. As you said, you're facing a top five team in Louisville, and uh, Middle's matched up with many a program over the years, Kentucky. Um, Overtime game with the Lady Vols when Coach Summit was there. Um, uh, 
you know, beat LSU when they ranked six in the country, took defending national champion Maryland to the wire his first year. Um, Louisville's been kind of a, a bugaboo. Uh, they're, they're a tough team, but those are the kind of teams you got to play uh, early in the season, and who knows what's going to happen with this season. You know, they come out of the gates and win, a, win some of those big games early. Um, that positions you to be in a um, um, spot for an at-large bid on down the line because you don't know who's going to lose what games. You might lose a couple games one week um, this season. I mean, we just look right here in Rutherford County, and we'll talk a little more about that. You know, COVID cases are going up. Now, you can say more people are getting tested and all that, but, I mean – we had a significant spike last week, the most cases in the county uh, since early July. So um, that's, you know, that's always going to be a factor throughout all of college basketball this year. All righty, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. WGNS. Listen to us anywhere. News Radio WGNS is Rutherford County's place to talk. 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Good afternoon. Traffic's really picked up the last 10, 15 minutes out here as expected on 24 East up by 840. All the traffic coming out of Davidson County back into Rutherford County. Stop and go sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard outbound on last Cassius Pike has really picked up the last 10, 15 minutes. Jingle your way through Winterfest aboard the Redneck Comedy Bus Christmas Light Tours and visit redneckbus.com for tour time information. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com You've seen the ads out there. Companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 
five. Touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench. Cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start with some Blue Raider football fallout from the weekend victory down at Rice. Quarterback Asher O'Hara was named to the Davey O'Brien National Quarterback Grade 8 for Week 8 after leading the Blue Raiders to a road win over Rice. O'Hara joins Ian Book of Notre Dame, Justin Fields of Ohio State, Dylan Gabriel of UCS, Graham Mertz of Wisconsin, Desmond Ritter of Cincinnati, Zach Thomas of Appalachian State, and Mac Willis of Liberty on the list. O'Hara accounted for all four offensive touchdowns, including the game winner in double overtime and 402 yards of the Blue Raiders' 451 yards of total offense in the two overtime win over the Owls. O'Hara had a very uh, efficient first half, completing 14 of 17 passes for 174 yards and two touchdowns as the Blue Raiders went into the locker room with a 14-13 lead. He finished the game 24 of 33 for 333 yards through the air. Saturday's win at Rice marked O'Hara's sixth career game of 300-plus yards through the air, placing him with the third most games of 300 or more passing in Middle Tennessee history. O'Hara had nine passes of 20 yards or longer, with each of them covering at least 20 air yards. On the ground, O'Hara rushed 22 times for 69 yards and a pair of touchdowns. His first rushing score of the day came from two yards out as the Blue Raiders extended their lead at the start of the third quarter. And on the final play of the game, O'Hara scampered 14 yards into the end zone to seal the Blue Raiders' double overtime victory. Also, freshman Jalen Jackson was honored as the Conference USA Special Teams Player of the Week on Monday after helping lead the Blue Raiders to the 40-34 to overtime win at Rice. Jackson, who recorded two tackles and a pass breakup on the defensive side of the ball, came around left side to block Rice's go-ahead field goal attempt in the Owls' possession of the second overtime. It was the first block kick for the Blue Raiders this season and the 43rd under Coach Rick Stockstill. Jackson's block allowed Middle Tennessee to win on a score of any kind in the ensuing possession, and that's when, of course, O'Hara scampered into the end zone from 14 yards out for a walk-off style win in Houston. Overall, this was the 80th Conference Player of the Week winner under head coach Stockstill with 31 coming in Conference USA, 49 in the Sun Belt. A total of 29 have been on offense and 32 on defense and 23 on special teams. Moving to uh, tennis information, the Middle Tennessee men's tennis team collected seven match wins on a third consecutive dominant day at the Southern Miss Invite on Sunday. 
The Blue Raiders took one of three doubles from Chattanooga to start the day. Graduate senior Oscar Michalek and junior Francisco Rocha down uh, DeWald and Hyatt by a score of 6-4. In singles, the Raiders continued to push, claiming six wins in seven matches to finish the weekend 19-2 overall. In singles play, Rocha continued his hot run and remained undefeated over the weekend, pushing his fall singles record to 8-1. He easily dispatched of UTC's Turner Vogues, 6-3, 6-1. The, four, the foursome of Andreas Kramer, Tom Moonen, Pavel Model, and Sean Presson completed their respective weekends undefeated in singles, with each claiming a straight-set triumph. Moonen's victory over UTC's Peyton Gaddy, 6-2, 6-2, is the 75th of his career, moving him to sole possession of 11th for career singles wins in program history. He's just four wins behind Raider Gonzalo Morel, who sits at 10th. Max Rausch earned his second win of the event, taking down the mocks Jeffrey DeWald, 6-4, 6-2, for the Raiders' final singles victory. So good news for all of those guys who uh, did so much for the Blue Raiders. That's it for this Tuesday. I have another update for you coming tomorrow. All righty, Chip. We appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report. Brought each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and REI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Feeling stuck in a state of compensation stagnation? You know, another year without a raise. Then let me, State Farm Agent Deb Ensel in Shelbyville, help you get to a better state with Discount Double Check that can stretch your hard-earned dollars a little further. I'll go through your car insurance to make sure you're getting all the discounts you deserve. Sounds good? Then get your budget to a better state by calling me, State Farm Agent Deb Ensel in Shelbyville, today at 931-684-5274. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Local news, sports news. Um, Stewart's Creek's football team. Um, beginning yesterday, they will be quarantined for 14 days due to the COVID-19 issues at the high school, which eventually ha- has shut down um, for because of cases, not just necessarily with the football program, but just throughout the school. Um, that means their regular season finale against Smyrna for Friday night is off. It's canceled. That was for the Region 5 championship. Um, unfortunately, this will carry into the playoffs that start um, October, I mean, that start uh, November 8th. Uh, no, I'm sorry, November 6th. They will be quarantined through November 8th. 
So Stewart's Creek will officially be the number three seed, but they will have to forfeit their first-round playoff game, which right now would be, would have been uh, Ravenwood, surprisingly. So that's a shame for them. Uh, had a really nice season. Uh, they've even, you know, their record, they're five and four, but they could have won easily two or three more games. There's the only really game that got away from them was the Oakland game, and uh, they actually hung with Oakland for quite a while. Uh, of course, Rockville, uh, they've already, they're in the process of their second week of quarantine. That school is also shut down. So, as I said, it's the, the COVID's no joke. I know the masks are back uh, starting uh, midnight Wednesday. Um, so, it's not going away. It's not going away at all. Uh, the TWSAA um, soccer tournament scheduled to begin tomorrow will not. <coughs> Excuse me. It looks like um, a lot of a whole lot of rain tomorrow and into Thursday, so it has been delayed. Uh, Rutherford County is well represented. Uh, Stewart's Creek will participate in the um, Class AAA tournament, while Central Magnet will participate in the Double um, A tournament, both of them back for the second straight year. Uh, Stewart's Creek will play Houston, which is undefeated. Uh, Friday at four thirty at um, Seagull Soccer Complex, Central Magnet. Uh, they're fourteen four and one. Will face Greenville fifteen and five on Friday at six thirty. If Stewart's Creek wins, uh, the Red Hawks will play um, Saturday at six thirty against the Maryville uh, Ravenwood winner. So let's look at that. Um, last week, high school football. Blackman uh, 30, Siegel 7, Smyrna 35, Laverne 28, great game there. Oakland 22, Coffee County 3, game called at the half. Warren, Riverdale, a big matchup with Warren County, won 39-6. Not surprising they won. The outcome, certainly. The Creek beat Overton 33-14. Turns out that will be their last game of the year. Eagleville wins again in a tight one. Most of them are tight, have been this year, 14-6 over Mount Pleasant. And Middle Tennessee Christian beat Mount Juliet Christian 47-24. Uh, Cookville and Rockville was postponed. This week, Oakland at Warren County for all the marbles. Smyrna at Stewart's Creek. Again, that's been canceled. Cane Ridge at Laverne. Riverdale at Coffee County. A win by Riverdale means they will be the number two seed in the playoffs. Blackman at Cookville. If they win, they're in the playoffs. If they lose, uh, they're not. Eagleville at Loretto. Um, both teams are in the playoffs. Winner of the three seed, loser of the four. You'd still like to avoid the top seed in the other um, region. And Middle Tennessee Christian can wrap up a home playoff game the first week uh, if it wins at Webb. Uh, so that's a look at your uh, high school 
uh, recap and look ahead schedule for the week. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. When news breaks, when traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad, be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Traffic's really picked up the last 10, 15 minutes out here as expected on 24 East up by 840. All the traffic coming out of Davidson County back into Rutherford County. Stop and go sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard outbound on last Cassius Pike has really picked up the last 10, 15 minutes. Jingle your way through Winterfest aboard the Redneck Comedy Bus Christmas Light Tour and visit redneckbus.com for tour time information. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way pizza. When consistency is your set standard, the reward is loyalty. Sir Pizza would like to thank their loyal Murfreesboro customers for their continued support. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All righty, the Blue Raiders. My gosh, what a crazy game in Houston, Texas last week. Go to overtime. Uh, MTSU kicker Cruz Holt kicked a 48-yarder as time expired to force uh, overtime. However, he missed a 50-yarder in the first overtime. Rice had a shot at winning a 45 with a 45-yard field goal. Had a chance to win the game, but Colin Resetili's attempt um, was off the mark, sort of, and it sent the game into the um, second overtime. I've never seen a football bounce on a goalpost as much as this one did. Um, if you haven't seen it, you can just look it up on YouTube. It's gone viral. It doinked on the right side of the up bar, kicked over, doinked on the left, doinked once on the crossbar, doinked twice on the crossbar, and fell forward 
instead of over. So the Blue Raiders got a break. And then Asher O'Hara scores in double over overtime, and the Blue Raiders win. Um, O'Hara finished 24-33 for 333 yards. He had two touchdowns. Most importantly, though, no interceptions for just the second time this season. So, Blue Raiders get their second win. Um, It's been a weird year. It's a COVID year. That's all you can say. Um, We can document their problems all we want. At least they're getting to play. Um, but are off this week. And, boy, it is nice being off, having an open date after you win one like that. You sure would hate to lost that game and had an open date. Elsewhere in Conference USA last week, uh, Liberty 56, Southern Miss 35. Hugh Freeze doing quite a job at Liberty. You got to wonder if this is his last year there. Obviously, he had some issues at Ole Miss off the court field. Um, but uh, Liberty gave him a second chance. And, boy, he's a um, guy can coach. Marshall 20, FAU 9. Western Kentucky 13, Chattanooga 10. Texas San Antonio 27, Louisiana Tech 26, Jackson State, Jacksonville State 19, FIU 10, first FCS team to beat a FBS team this year. Of course, Blue Raiders pulled one out at FIU. And Louisiana Lafayette, which trailed most of the game, just call them Louisiana now, uh, they beat uh, UAB. 24-20. This week, the Blue Raiders are off. Well-deserved. Marshall at FIU. San Antonio at FAU. Rice at Southern Miss. UAB at La Tech. North Texas at UTEP. Charlotte at Duke. So, there we go. All right, the SEC last week. Auburn 35, Ole Miss 28. (laughs) Auburn gets another break by the officials. SEC acknowledging it was wrong. They still find Lane Kiffin for criticizing the officiating. That's two games Auburn has won thanks to officiating. Should have never been awarded. They should have never won the game against Arkansas. Alabama 48, Tennessee 17. Okay. No surprise there. Kentucky, go figure them out. Look great against the Vols, lose 20-10 to 10 at Missouri. And I think I picked South Carolina to beat LSU. Good pick, Monty. 52-24 LSU. This week, Georgia at Kentucky. LSU at Auburn. Ole Miss at Vandy. Vanderbilt coach Derek Mason says they'll have enough. Enough players, that is. Mississippi State at Alabama. 
Arkansas at A&M, and Missouri at Florida. The Big Ten joined the party last week. Ohio State looked the part. I mean, let's face it, they're a playoff team. Um, beat Nebraska 52-17. to J.T. Fields completed 20 of 21 passes. Ohio State had a hard time getting its running game going. The Nebraska front four was pretty sound against the run. Former Blackman standout Master Teague did rush for about 50 yards and two touchdowns. Rutgers, I think it's their first Big Ten win. Beat Michigan State 38-27 COVID year. It's happened to Michigan State. Purdue 24, Iowa 20. I think Preston and I did pick that one right. Oklahoma State 24, Iowa State 21. And Indiana beat Penn State 36-35. Ohio State goes to Penn State this week. Michigan State's at Michigan. Oklahoma at Texas Tech. Texas Tech at Oklahoma State. Wisconsin at Nebraska. Looks like uh, Wisconsin is down to their fourth-string quarterback. All right, the Titans fell 27-24 to the Steelers. Great comeback. Kaskowski missed the field goal to tie it. They could have won it in regulation, really. Um, And tonight, the World Series. The Dodgers going for the victory. They lead the Rays three games to two. So, um, there were several college basketball tournaments and events planned in Orlando's, uh, quote, NBA-like bubble. Uh, They've been canceled over a... COVID-19 protocol spat with ESPN, which is hosting these events. They will not be held this year. All right, that'll about do it for today's show. Actually, it will do it for today's show. Again, appreciate uh, Coach Insel joining us. Um, Andy Herzer joins me tomorrow. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you then. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.